Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Oh, Don, you're not going to believe what happened to me. I was playing Abba on my podcast, and all of a sudden, these big sheriffs came to the door. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we lay in our backyard and get a nice tan with some, like, aluminum car shade. <laughs> Amazing. My name is Archer. I am your host, and I have with me the lovely gravy to my french fry, Steph. Steph, you got a situation going on today. Why don't you tell me what's happening? I sure do. So I woke up this morning to several messages from friends of mine who (laughs) had all sent me screenshots of a Facebook posting that the minute I saw it, I literally was like, when the hell did I do that? Apparently, Mm -hmm. there was a woman running around town last night putting tarot cards on people's like front porches and ringing Mm -hmm. the doorbell and running away. And she's on camera at this one house. And I swear on all things, it looks just like me. Guys, it's the weirdest fucking thing. It, it looks, looks just like just me. Like her. Like, I was like, is she lying to me? Seriously. <laughs> I even said to Patrick, I'm like, was I like fucking sleepwalking? If I if it wasn't literally at like 1030 at night when we were home watching television, I would honestly have thought that I don't remember doing it. And the weirdest part is it's not the tarot cards that threw me off because <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, if anybody knows me, I mean, that's not too far of a stretch of something that I might do, mm-hmm. but it was the fanny pack and the outfit that I was like, that's definitely not me because I wouldn't have worn that hideous when outfit. When I saw the outfit, I was like, she would not have worn that. No, but- But I do like face, a good fanny pack when I'm walking. I'm just going to say Well, that. when I'm, but that's like when I'm exercise walking. Yes. Like not yes. just hanging out, you know what I mean? Yes. Or like mm-hmm. ringing doorbells. But you guys, it literally looks just like me. Like, I'm actually waiting for the police to show up on my door. So many people think it's me. My friend Nina had three people that she went to high school with that I don't even really know personally that texted her and said, is this your friend, Stephanie? I think you need to put it in the Little Miss Recap Facebook group. You think so? Yeah. I totally will. I will. All right. Uh, we have more important things to talk about besides you being possibly wrongly convicted for a crime. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's like one of my worst fears too, being convi- one, it, convicted it, of a crime that I didn't commit. Number one, my top worst. Oh, it's up there for number me one. too. Number one, yeah. It's terrifying. Yes. Like I watch prison shows with the mentality of this is what I need to learn for when I'm wrongfully convicted. A million percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. It looks so, just like me. Like, I can't even get over it. I keep going back to it. But even, need, like, the eyebrows, the whole thing the looks just like me. eyebrows are on point. They're I beautiful. Think. And yeah, you know how yeah. about my eyebrows. I need to expel just a little bit of the rage I'm feeling from watching two episodes of Shiny Happy People. Oof. 
It's a tough one, isn't it? Ooh. I watched it last wow. weekend. It's rough. Guys, I'm going to be chatting with Amanda this upcoming weekend, not this weekend, but, you know, coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So six days, seven days about Shiny Happy People, which is the Duggar family doc. And that is on Amazon Prime. And I'm enraged. I'm enraged. I'm enraged. Let me tell you something. Okay, this will give you guys just a peek at what you can expect (laughs) to see. This motherfucker, this Bill Gothard. So bad. One dude, just one dude, no authority, no 17, you know, if like Stephen Hawking's handing out advice, maybe I would listen. Right. This dude is just some no. average Joe. And he decides that it's not, there's not a problem with the way women dress. There's a problem with men's eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So women have to avoid what we call eye traps i cannot so when you have your skirt too short that's an eye trap i can't and they have as part of their homeschooling curriculum guys they have circle the eye traps on these women's outfits dude i I wanted to stand up and go burn down school that's how pissed off i was i know i know i can't i have never felt such rage i know it's bad. Well, there have been a few times. I mean, I, in, I know. you know, a few presidential elections have ended in me raging out. These but fucking nutters, dude. It's bad. Wow. It's really And you weird. watch this, you can literally feel the anxiety building in you because you're like, you just realize this has all been designed to control women. Mm-hmm. And then I kept asking myself, like, the central question that I had as I'm watching all this, and I knew nothing about these people. Yeah. Was what are they so afraid of? Like, what are they so afraid that their kids are going to do? I don't know. I don't it's, understand. It's like it. the million dollar question. I don't understand any of this. Yeah, um, like, what are they so afraid of? I don't know. It's so weird. I don't it's even so know that it's a fear. More so than I think it's just about control. All right. So that's my Duggar rage. And I just need to. I needed to get some of it out because oh, I know, dude, it's so bad. I'm at max capacity. It's so bad. Mm-hmm, I hate mm-hmm. them. Do you All remember right, so when that show first came out, though, and how everyone was like, thought that they were like the sweetest family? I didn't remember it because oh, I never I watched it. But like, was it around the time that John and Kate plus eight came out? It may have been like around mm-hmm. that, maybe because I know I had my kids. I mean, that's yeah, I probably why I watched it because I was like, you know, I would have gotten the religious vibe off of them immediately and shut it right off. Oh, totally. It's really but weird. I don't know. I don't know. John. I do love Welcome to Plattville, though. I, but I feel like even though the Platts are part of the Quiverful movement and everything, it's about the show chronicles the older kids trying to get out of it true. and talk about what damage it has done to it to mm-hmm. them. All right, let's turn to our let's turn to our favorite show right now. Oh, before we start, I have a voicemail from a listener. Oh, let's play it. So remember, I was making some real assumptions about (laughs) Methodists and Protestants, like I always do. I tell everyone who listens to me, guys, full disclosure: I know nothing about religion, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I count on you guys to keep me keep me on the straight and narrow. So here's a voicemail from. Our lovely listener, Erin. Oh, okay. Hi, Amy. Um, I just wanted to let you know, I started listening to the Love and Death um, podcast, season one, episode one, and um, I am a Methodist. And um, tea toddlers probably back in the 80s, yes, but no. We very much drink, we very much gamble, we very much dance. And I'm sure, you know, you probably realize this. In my opinion, the Baptists are more of the teetotalers that don't drink and don't smoke and don't do anything, don't have any fun, except we make jokes that they're all hypocrites because they do it without saying it. Anyway, um, not trying to throw shade on Baptists, just sharing my uh, experience growing up in the Methodist Church. I love uh, Little Miss Recap, and thank you for everything y'all do. Okay, thanks, Aaron. Oh, so, so there, nice. you, there you have it. Methodist is the place to be, I guess. Yeah, I told you that yeah. that was like the only time that I remember like enjoying 
church as a child. Yeah. When yeah. we went to that Methodist church, we talked about it briefly a couple of weeks ago. I don't even really remember, but um, I would agree with her. I agree Completely. too. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Okay. Today we're talking about Love and Death season one, episode five, the arrest. 15 minutes in, we're, we're finally getting into it. Guys, I, I'm I'm cutting this after, but there's about 10 minutes of time in here where I was trying to walk my kid through how to get food without a credit card and a store not accepting Apple Pay. So here we are. Okay, uh, so Steph had a kids. front row seat to that one. Okay, so it's 6 a.m. and Candy is up expelling some real nervous energy by making mm-hmm. a complete breakfast. Mm-hmm. Now, I nervous clean when I have anxiety. What I do you do? Too. I nervous clean. Okay. Yep. So you clean, you don't bake or cook. Hell no. Because that's yeah, just more say, cleaning. I always say to Timmy, if you come home from like a night out or something and I, and the house is sparkling, mm, you might yeah. want to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. Yeah. No, I'm a nervous cleaner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do that. But I'm an angry cleaner too. I clean oh, I'm an angry cleaner off. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll like throw shit. Like my kids call it mom's in beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alan is meeting with Boss Hog and his team. This was so funny. And they're getting the goods on the affair. And he tells them he and Candy never talked about a life together. And he doesn't think Betty ever knew about it. And they ask him if he killed Betty. And he says no. Then they arrest him. But I have no idea what they're arresting him for. I don't either. The murder? I guess. Because later we see him, he's at home chilling out. I know. It makes no sense. There was no follow-up to that. At least Mm -mm. not in this episode. It was so weird. No. Candy gets a call from Boss Hog. Hey, Candy, it's Boss Hog. Crime sex. Sex crime. (laughs) (laughs) Can you pop by for a few more questions? Just routine. We just need to take your prints. Don't trust Boss Hog. Do not trust him. Do not trust him. I can't. So then... (laughs) So they question her, and she admits that she oh. and Alan were having an affair. Now, Boss Hog has himself a henchman. Mm-hmm. Did you see this, dude? I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he accuses her of murder, and she stays totally calm and cool. So, okay. A couple of things. Okay. Maybe you need to go a little farther before I interrupt. Mm. Okay, well, then they walk her out, and she's doing the, how dare you accuse little old I don't even and okay. So here's spot, a question. Hold on. Oh, they spot sorry, the flip flops in her car, and they take those, and they even take the shoes she's wearing. Okay, Correct. go ahead. Okay, couple things. They ask her um, if Betty knew about the affair, mm-hmm. and she admits that Betty did know, and that she brought it up. What on the day she was on murdered. the day she was murdered. So that's like, um, hello. I would have like fucking lied and been like, I don't think she knew. She never said just, anything to me. Yeah, I just would have said like, I don't know. I exactly because doesn't mm-hmm. that only like really just point it the evidence? Her. Yes, yeah. like it's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. So I stupid. Mean, and the other thing that I had an issue with in this scene is Alan again. Oh, Alan no. still. Why does this guy have no emotion? He has no emotion and he has no, um, he has like no remorse. He doesn't like he, and I'll get to this later, but like, he just doesn't seem to take any ownership over like, okay, I had an affair and like now Betty's dead and it could be because of the affair. Like he has no, you know. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like this dude just has like no conviction in anything that he does. He's just like floating through like, meh, I I can't. So I have, we did get some viewer feedback again from Erin. I mean, we love her. She has voicemailed in. She has written in. Okay. Erin. Erin's on Here's what she said. My hot take on the two docu-series, Candy on Hulu and Love and Death on HBO. Candy on Hulu is more real and gritty, more of what I think human reactions would be like. For example, Alan even has a big reaction to Betty's death. Mm. Okay, he didn't in this one. Mm -hmm. Love and Death on HBO seems more Hollywood pretty, like actors, clothes, mannerisms, more glamorous. Yes. So... Maybe in the other one they show him having emotions, but I'm I I agree. Like it's 
It's, it's really weird. strange. It's, it's really weird. weird. Mm-hmm. I do okay. agree with her. Um, with who? Candy? Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, Candy, dude. <laughs> do you agree yeah, with Candy I, that I you agree. should murder someone with an axe? Absolutely. Dude. <laughs> okay, now we get to the star of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Candy and Pat are at Tom Pelfrey's. Now, I realize I have to stop calling him Tom Pelfrey because his name in the show is Don Crowder. And I'm com- if people are like just half listening, they're going to hear me saying Tom and they're going to get confused. I know. I so think of him na- as Tom as well. <laughs> yeah. So his name is now forward Don Crowder, which is the name of his character in the show. Okay. So they're lawyering up Candy yeah. and Pat. And they're sitting there and Pat wants Candy. He's like, Candy. Tell Don about the affair. Now, <clears throat> Don pulls a real baller move here. <laughs> that really kind of made him hot to me. Now, we talked about what is the moment of his hotness. So there's two for me. You me tell too. tell me what yours is. Oh, God. I have two as well. That's so funny. I have two. Okay. Tell me what they are. All right. The first one that he, I thought he was hot is when candy goes to see him i think it is like home office or his uh-huh. and he's in that office with all the uh-huh. bookshelves and he's wearing like a college sweatshirt and i was suddenly like oh, mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. okay I, mm-hmm. I can get behind this okay and then my second one happened later in the show okay when he um when the shit goes down and mm-hmm. she's getting arrested and he's like, take charge, throwing orders. Yes, That's yes. when I was like, yes. Me too. Me too. Yes. Me too. I knew it. But for me, my first time. Okay. So if you guys haven't been listening and you're just doing <laughs> in episode five, I don't know why. Um, we were like lukewarm on Tom Pelfrey. Yeah. But boy, has he come around now. Yes. He is, even with that fake ass tan which oh is like that ashy brown which is clearly painted on him and that's fine we that's don't fine. want tom pelfrey gets skin cancer Correct. um he gets super hot when he's like here's what we're gonna do pat write me a check i don't care for how much and do it out in the waiting room i have to talk to candy alone yeah. and drive around for 10 minutes like the way he shoots he just, orders i'm like yeah the why is it so hot when a guy takes charge of a situation i don't know and i have a we real- also hate toxic masculinity correct and but have we internalized it? That's the problem. Furthermore, a few things. One, I take charge of shit all the time. No one thinks it's hot when I do it. Why do I think it's hot when a guy does it? It's so fucked up. Two, I don't know. He also tells her, "You need to lose weight. I want yeah. you right." And I'm like, "That oh, motherfucker!" Dude, but then I, I totally the whole got it. Right I figured you, you did have to lose weight because I want the whole menu at my disposal, <laughs> <know>. including. <laughs> okay we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there but for right now you know he's like you have to hire me before you say another word yep because then it's attorney client privilege yep so pat leaves and don and candy chat alone and he goes into lawyer (laughs) he goes into lawyer mode and it's super hot pat leaves and candy tells don all about the the uh affair okay but she does not admit to killing her not yet she still is saying i didn't do it right yes Right? At this point. I yes. believe so, yes. Yes. Okay. Because. So her, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Don tells her, if you could pass a polygraph, mm-hmm. we might be able to clean this up right away. And, oh, no communications with Alan. And she says, well, Alan won't even be here. He's going to a Kansas funeral for Betty. Okay. So, <sighs> now we're at now we're at Betty's funeral. And this is. You know, this, I feel like, was a really humanizing moment for Betty. Because, like, you saw her parents. Yes. And I was just like, wow. Like, I know somebody's really dead here. Yeah. And this is really awful. Right. And, again, you they show, like, Alan holding the baby. Her parents yeah. are visibly sobbing. distraught. And her he's mother's just, sobbing. Yeah. And he's just, mm-hmm. like, chilling in church. See, I thought in church it was a little more realistic because he seemed almost like in shock. Maybe. You it's know what still I mean? not the, the reaction that you would expect from someone right. whose wife was just murdered. Well, then Alan's got to sit Betty's parents down on their porch after the daughter's funeral to tell them he banged Candy. 
Oh my See, God. here's what happened. I had myself a little affair. I'm not really proud of it, but I banged <sighs> Candy Montgomery. God. In a in a real sleaze bag hotel every day at lunch after we ate some corn chowder out of her Tupperware containers. Oh, Seventeen <laughs> like, hours what, every dude? day at lunch. Oh, dude. Not just an hour. Seventeen and he, hours. And then he has to tell them Candy's a suspect. So he's sitting these people down, first of all. At the funeral. Like at the day there at the day of the funeral. Yes. Yeah, first so- of all, I got Truman Capote vibes out of that farmhouse. Mm. In cold blood vibes. Like it's just in the middle of Kansas, in the middle of nowhere, a beautiful little farmhouse. Yep. And you know, everybody's windswept and everybody's yeah. like upset. And he's got to tell these people, Candy's mother, or I mean Betty's mother just gets up and is like horrified. She's now, so upset. I would have thrown that motherfucker right off the Same. porch. I like, would have started. I would have been lunging at him. Yeah, yes. not walking yes. away. Lunging and if, at him. And you know who would have been like a little wild animal? T. Arch. I would have had to like <laughs> restrain him in some way. So <laughs> at Candy's. Okay, we're back at Candy's. Sherry's over. My mm. girl Sherry. And she and Pat are watching TV while Candy's anxiously <laughs> vacuuming in the background. <laughs> A reporter shows up. Now this is this is it, Steph. Get ready. Your guy's ready. gonna come full circle here for you. Candy calls Don and she's telling him, like, a reporter was here. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he goes, Get over to my house right now. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. here. Straight driving. Don't stop nowhere. Don't tell no one. <laughs> so she gets over there. And what do we have playing in the car on the way? Abba's probably just me. If we talk over it, though, I don't think it makes it copyright. Oh, okay. It's not true at all. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, I'm going to stop so we don't get sued. Okay. All right. So anyway. If we get sued, I'll call Tom Pelfrey. <laughs> Don Crowder, come help us. So oh, I, I'm going to call him. Oh, Don, you're not going <laughs> to believe what happened to me. I was playing ABBA on my podcast. <laughs> and all of a sudden, these big sheriffs came to the door. I can do it. All I'm right. Can we All also right. talk about just because you know I how much I love these car scenes? Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. one so great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the shot of these car scenes. Why am Some, I so obsessed with them? Sometimes there's nothing better than driving around with blasting music and screaming it and just singing like, it like you're an Academy Award winning performer. Right. Yesterday so I was great. coming home from the store and. I had like my whole library on mix and Journey Separate Ways came on. Oh. And I cannot tell you how loud I sang that song and how loud I had it play. I love it. I do <laughs> it, it all the time. There was some real basic white girl energy there. Absolutely. And I'm here for it because it is what it is. Okay. So Candy gets to Don's and he's like, look, and he's wearing, like you said, the college sweater. He's got all the books behind him. He is ashen brown. <laughs> and we talk. Like, Go Sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead. Can we talk about his desk? Oh, his desk. Tell me you didn't see the desk. I mean, I saw the desk, but what about it was remarkable. Don't you remember at one point they're showing like a scene and he's standing behind what looks like a desk and it looks Mm -hmm. like there's like a glass case in front of it with like Mm. an armadillo in it. Oh, no. I have to go back and see this. Oh, dude. It was so good. I actually watched it twice. Because I okay. thought I had it wrong the first time, and I don't think that I do. You have okay. to – no, it's worth going back because it it's the weirdest – It does not surprise me, but I will go okay. back and watch it. It reminds me of the Everhart Museum. Mm-hmm. where Local like they museum. Have, local museum where they have all of these like real cheesy <laughs> like nature scenes of like right. – We're in Scranton, Pennsylvania, guys. Oh, come on, everybody. Um, the Electric City. We're not known for our museums, but mm-hmm. – that's exactly what it reminded me of. It's like a scene from this freaking museum. And, and, and okay. it looks like it's in like the casing of the front of his desk. It's the funniest thing. Please oh, go I'm back and watch it. Definitely. You guys, if anyone is listening and you have seen this too, please make a note in our Facebook group so I don't feel totally crazy. 
because also, I swear you that's don't what have I saw. to twist my arm to watch this scene again. Oh, I'll watch so the scene again. Oh. Okay. All right. So he says, "Look, look, Andy. I don't think you did this, but there are three people in the world you should never lie to: your pastor, your doctor, and your lawyer." Yep. So don't lie to me. And mm-hmm. I was almost like ready to spill my secrets. Same. Watching him. Same. And so then he's what? like, okay. I don't, he goes, I think you know who did it and you're covering up for someone. And he kind of goes in at her. And then we realize he thinks she's covering for Alan. I know. Wild. And yeah. how about how even, okay. She admits to doing it and he doesn't mm-hmm. believe her at first. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. Totally says, blew my mind. Well, the way she says it, though, reminded me of something. And let me see if you pick up oh, on what I'm oh. throwing out here. She says, Alan didn't do it. And I know that because it was me. And it reminded me of in Dirty Dancing. Oh, when my God. When accuses Johnny of stealing the money from that club that Baby and him went to to perform. And Baby is at breakfast with her family. And I she has to know. say... He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't steal the money. I know he didn't take it because I was in his room or he was in his room all night. And I know that because I was with him. Uh huh. And then uh, baby's father just looks at her like, so horrified. And then they have the scene where he's sitting out by the water and she comes up to him. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know I disappointed you, but you disappointed me too, too. daddy. (laughs) I know. I love it so much. It's so So, funny. My dad loved that movie, which is so weird. I love it too. So every time it's on, I have to watch it because it reminds Mm -hmm. me of my dad. I love it so much. Um, But that's what I call the dirty dancing confession, which is like when you have to admit to something wrong to prove that someone else didn't do something. So she did the dirty dancing confession. You have to humiliate yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Don is like, okay. You did it. So now we're going to DEFCON 5. And Don asks what Pat would do if he knew what happened. And Candy says, he's so honest, he would probably call the police just to tell them it was me. Uh And he's like, okay, well, fuck him. Don't ever tell him now. (laughs) I love it. And Don goes, I'm a personal injury guy. I talk a good game in a church parking lot, Candy, Mm. but I'm a personal injury guy. Yeah. And you need a real criminal defense attorney here. And she's like, No, I want you. She needs someone she can trust. Mm -hmm. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now we see Candy and Alan taking lie detector tests. And I mean, just the hubris on Candy. I know. They get to questions about the room. And she about the laundry room and the murder, and she's like, "I don't wish to speak to that." And Are you like, even they allowed to do over it? No, I didn't think so either. I like, mean, what, you I have think... to answer. Like, you well, can't. I don't the fifth. Can you? I don't think so. Because number one, she's not under oath because lie detector tests are not even admissible in That's court. True. So, like, they're mostly used for like if you can pass one. Then maybe yeah. they and all the other evidence exonerate you as well. Then you're good. I guess I don't know that much about the law as much yeah, as well, I lie did. detector tests are not. I did um, know that. Admissible. I did mm-hmm. know that. Okay, but I didn't so. think you had the option to not answer a question you didn't want to. Like I would have been like, Uh-oh. well, I mean, you shouldn't if you're right. trying to get out of something. I know, <laughs> but now I know if I ever need one and I have to cover yeah. some shit up, I could, you know, just, just say. say how dare you ask me? I don't wish to speak of that. Mm-mm. 
All right. So at home, Pat doesn't like that candy smoking. I know. Like that you're smoking again. Like she just murdered somebody. One of the things that I noticed in this episode, and I guess maybe I hadn't paid a you know close enough attention to Pat before, is his Mm -hmm. little butt chin. He does. He has what I call the little ass chin. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I never knew that was a dimple. Like that's something I've learned recently. I just thought it was like the shape of a chin. Oh no, I think it's a dimple for sure, right? I mean, I don't I don't actually know, but that's what Um, I think. I'm going with it. We'll we'll see Pat later when he runs. (laughs) That was one of my favorite things that I've ever seen. (laughs) He was running for his fucking life. Oh god. Okay. So Pat asks her about the pair of thongs that she used to wear, the older ones. And she says she threw them away. He's figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's not dumb. It. No. He so just plays dumb. He just plays dumb. Meanwhile, Don is working on working very hard on his tan. Yep. He's oh, he out is. in one of those 80s folding chairs with oh the, the like car shade yep. aluminum thing. Yep. And he is really lighting himself up. Really reflecting that shit off of his face. (laughs) So funny. And I just wrote, oh, Texas. Oh, the 70s. Oh, the 80s. It's all all right. Now, some assistant dude, I thought it was an assistant, but I think this is the criminal guy, Robert. Yeah. He says, word is Alan Gore passed his polygraph. So now I'm assuming... Alan is released now because they believe him. Yeah, I guess, right? You know what I mean? So we don't see it, but I'm assuming that's what happened. So Don's like, well, what are they waiting for? When are they coming for our girl? And Robert's like, well, Betty was kind of a bitch and everybody hated her. So they're like running around trying to see if any of her like elementary school kids want to kill her or, you know, what's going on. And um, Don is like, I mean, are there really that many people that want to chop her up with an axe? God. Okay. This whole story is so nuts. So at Candy's, she's lying right to Sherry's face. What did you think about this? I was actually shocked. I was. I too. don't know that I could lie to your face. Mm-mm. And I would like need you would you to know. help me get out of it. Like I said last week. Yeah. There's a world does not exist where I murder someone and you're not the first person I tell because I need to tell somebody because I'm shit scared. <laughs> A world does like, not a, a world does not exist in which I murder someone and you're not the second person arrested. True. Let's put it that way. 100%. <laughs> All right. Okay. Absolutely. So Robert, the criminal uh, um, assistant dude, is there and he gets on the phone and he says, okay, here's what's going on. The arrest is happening and we have to have Candy come to Don's to surrender because we have to, no, she doesn't, she has to come there to figure out how they're going to surrender. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they want to have positive control over the surrender. So Pat, yeah. where's Pat? Pat's at work. Pat has to leave work and go immediately get $10,000. I don't care how he gets it. I don't care if he's like, you know, jerking off uh, work day, day workers behind the docks. I don't care what he's doing. He has to come up with $10,000. All right. Okay. Now we see Pat running. We assume Pat got the call and he's running down this like throughway at work. And they like slowed it down. So his face, first of all, I just want to say. I can't stop laughing because it was so funny. I am not making fun of the way someone runs thinking that I don't run this way. Okay. This is me a hundred percent. And I felt seen because I would struggle to run. To my front yard right now. Same. And he was like, just his face was all distorted and spit was flying and his glasses looked like they were going to come off. And I'm like, that's me. Yeah, for sure. And the other Mm -hmm. thing I thought of too was like, you can tell he's visibly struggling. (laughs) And I was thinking like, God, I sure hope they didn't have to do like more than one take of this because like that poor guy. Yes, I've never seen anyone run so fucking hard. I know. I mean, I have. You know what I mean. But like, it was funny. It It was was like it was comedic relief. Comedic relief in a very dark episode. Yeah, I agree. So then he gets the kids, and they're like asking, like, "Are they going to put mommy in jail?" And he's like, "How about no, mommy?" So you know, we know that she's innocent. I'm like, okay, whatever. They're like talking, like the 
people on the radio are like talking about it in like gory detail though candy montgomery hacked up blah blah and i'm like oh my god her poor kids i told you last week i literally was hearing them talking like they're they put her through the meat grinder there's nothing left of her somebody could have made beef stew like it was real bad real bad bad. no filter on these people So, meanwhile, Don has assembled a dream team. Uh, um, O.J. Simpson-ish. Okay. We got Don being very tan. Very, very tan. And we have this character of Judge Ryan who starts bugging Don and asking, where's Candy? Where's Candy? Get her here. Get her here. Don gives him, like, a little bit of shit and hangs up and he mutters, fat fuck. And Mm. I have a problem with that, but whatever. It was the 80s. It was the 80s. I know. I, I, I did, too. Can mm-hmm. we also talk about why the fuck is this judge wearing sunglasses in a courtroom? Oh, we'll get there. We're not oh. in the courtroom yet, but oh, yes. Sorry. I agree. He thinks sorry. he's the big Lebowski. I have a whole note on it. It's okay. so weird. Okay. He, he thinks he's, I'm sorry. He thinks he's the dude from the big Lebowski. Okay. Oh, so weird. So they negotiate a surrender. She's going to plead not guilty. She's going to be in and out in 20 minutes, but they get there. Robert takes her because Don is still operating behind the scenes. They get there and the sheriff has completely fucked them over. And the press is there. They throw handcuffs on her. They yeah. deny her bail. It's bad. It's bad. Well, I mean, it's good because she's a murderer. A murderer. Right? Yeah. But it's not good for her. Right. It's not good for her. So Pat flips out on Don. He's on the phone screaming. And I was like, ooh. I know. This is my little, wife. I have a right bit. to know. And I'm like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So Don says, the sheriff fucked us because they're assholes. They refused the out-of-county out of county bond. And then he goes, <clears throat> let me tell you something, Pat. They want a war. They got one. Mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa. I do have a question for you. Okay. If you were in this situation and you murdered someone, like a, whatever, you, let's say you're Candy Montgomery. Okay. Would you ever not be able like be would you be able to keep that from timmy no i don't think i could either (laughs) no because he would see okay so you know that i am very fortunate to not suffer anxiety a lot right but when i do suffer anxiety i don't know how to handle it because it's rare for me yeah so I feel like I would just be like a nut job. And Timmy would be like, what the hell's the matter with you? I know. And I would just be, uh, it wouldn't be good. I just don't think I could not tell Patrick. Like, I no. just don't think that I could. No. Like, how do you sit there and look him in the face and say, I can't say anything. My lawyer told me I can My only talk to My lawyer told him. me I have client attorney privilege and I... <laughs> Oh my lord, I can't break down. You know how Don Crowder gets mad when you go against him. Oh my god. Okay. All, right. All right. So <laughs> um I have a question for you. Okay. If somebody murdered Patrick, okay, okay hacked him up in 45 pieces in your kitchen. Okay. Could you come home at night and chill out and be going in and out of your kitchen? Oh. I don't think I would step foot in that house. Yes. Like, so I don't. Alan, I don't understand we, Alan. We have this scene of Alan just, like, chilling at the house. Like, nothing happened. Goes in the laundry room, sees the piece of missing linoleum, is like, hey, whatever. Uh-huh. Betty's ghost, what's up? And then some woman brings a casserole by, and he's, and, and you can like, tell the woman's, like, her opinion of him has changed since the affair yeah. came out. And she's like, here's your fucking casserole that fucking uh i had to make because the rotary club made me and it's my turn and i drew the short straw and here's your goddamn casserole and there's liquid plumber in it bye bitch and she just like walks away and he's like oh he was like i carried a watermelon (laughs) (laughs) like when he's just standing there holding it like a dumbass so now Don is out in front of cameras and he's swearing up and down the case against candy montgomery is one big pile of wet hooey or whatever. Mm, whatever he said, poo or poo. I don't know what he said. Poo. I think he said wet, wet poo. poo. Yeah. So later, the actual lawyer, Robert, well, I shouldn't say the actual lawyer, the criminal lawyer, the criminal Robert, lawyer. is like, dude, I don't know if we should be talking to the press. Mm. And Don flips out on him and says they have to stay ahead of the narrative. Now we get what I'm calling hot, hot Don. Mm-hmm. And hot, hot Don mm-hmm. has decided he's taken charge of this 
case. HHD. And it's very much like Monica running Rachel's life on Friends. Remember that episode? I do. You know <laughs> that's my favorite that show. We've done that a couple times. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you need to. Yeah. Um, so he's I, – I wrote, this is like Monica running Rachel's life on Friends, except without the murder. <laughs> no murder. He's in charge now. Now he tells Candy. Now he's standing in front of her. She is crotch level looking up at him. And he says – Trials are fuck fests. One side just trying to fuck the other. And I will not go gently on them. And full disclosure, I will not be going gently on you. Mm. You have to do exactly what I say. Number one, lose weight. I need you looking as small and meek as possible. I don't know what my strategy will be yet, but I want the full menu available. Including, look how tiny she is. She couldn't possibly have done this. So and great. I, like, I, I, need, I need a minute. I know. <laughs> I need to cool down. <laughs> Which, everything you know about us, though, like a man telling me to lose weight would set me into a blind rage. A but in million, this moment, yes. I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'll never eat again. Yes. Number Whatever two. Whatever you want. Change your hair. Something more conservative. Number three, I'll choose your wardrobe. Number four, no matter how tough you think you are, do not act tough. You are the mousy housewife, the mother, the singer in the church choir. And by the way, no more church choir. And Candy goes... But that requires my salvation. And oh. he goes, pick another one. I know. <laughs> and then she goes, you are being very aggressive with me. And I think she was getting hot. I know. I know. I thought she was going to slip right off that chair. <laughs> right on the HHD. He goes, you're damn right I am. <laughs> All right. So that's over. Okay. That, that's, that uh, light porno. <laughs> Cinemax after dark scene is over. Because <laughs> then the lights dim to here. And, you know, just kind of. All right. So Robert says they're going to go to Houston. Robert says they need to go to Houston and meet with this psychiatrist because Don needs to know who he's dealing with, you know, and this is one of the like top psychiatrists in the country. Okay. This was so weird. Later that night, Candy tells Pat. That Don wants to change the venue to somewhere like Galveston. You know, someplace people are more used to murder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> she is ridiculous. Pat asks for details, and she's like, I can't talk to you about this. My lawyer says I can't. I'm turning this whole thing over to God and Don Crowder. Oh my God. Pat says, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not doing too good. I know. And she comes she's back like, in and she sorry, like baby. rubs or whatever she says. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, baby. I know. Mm-mm-mm. Now, Poor Pat. in the meantime, we have a cameo by my least favorite person on the earth, Pastor Ron. Caillou. <laughs> 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 so, Don makes a threatening call to Pastor Ron and he's like, you know, having a murderer in your congregation isn't good for your church. You're going to lose the, you know, nice sanctuary you have there, Ron. Be a real shame if something happened to him. <laughs> and he's like, the people need to know that Candy didn't do this. They need to know that God thinks Candy didn't do this. And they need to hear it from you. Yeah. And Ron's like, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. And hang up. I loved in this scene, though, how... I love when they like do these weird like color shifts that I've noticed. Mm, okay. Um uh in his office, like when he answers the phone, everything is like real muted. It's like off-white. He's wearing like a cream off-white colored suit. Mm-hmm. Everything is just real bland and then he has this like lime green phone. I'm like this is so great. Yes. Visually, yeah. I love this yeah. show so much. It's I'm beautiful. loving it visually. Yeah. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's it's, and I'm telling my mom to watch it because she hasn't watched it. Oh, she should be I'm watching like, it. Visually, you would love it, and yeah. musically, she would love it. Billion percent. Yep. So another thing, um, this has nothing to do with anything, but I okay. just like to annoy people. So the next time, you know, our listeners hear an ABBA song. <laughs> I want everyone to remember that – what's that song that Patrick sings about me? 
I don't know. Is it this one? It's an ABBA song. It's not that one. No. Oh, okay. it's um, Dancing Queen. So oh, we yeah. have a, a whole little jingle made up to me. And I'm only bringing it up because we've talked about my love of painting and, you know, constructing things. Mm-hmm. And Patrick sings to me, Spackle Queen. When she's done, there will be no seam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now every time you guys hear that, I want you to think of me sparkling. Okay. Because it's the best. (laughs) I hate you. Okay. Everybody needed to hear that. In the courtroom, the judge, who thinks he's the dude, uh, his name is Uh, Bruce McGill, says, okay, I see you're all jabbering to the press. I got to give him a voice. He's going to sound like Boss Hog a little bit, guys. Okay, I don't have a lot of range I mean, everyone's a little Boss Hog. And that stops now. Gag order. Now, we see Don is pleased. So this was part of Don's strategy. Mm -hmm. He wants to get the police to shut up. So he's out there putting shit out. So the judge will issue a gag order. And he does. Yep. So smart. Now, the judge and Don have a really tense exchange. And Don is just shining. I know. He's like... I want to hire him for some stupid bullshit crime that I didn't commit. Like, if I blow a stop sign, I'm I'm, uh, hiring him. Or, like, when the police show up at my house later today looking for my deck of tarot cards. You need John Crowder. (laughs) I need to call him. (laughs) Need his number on speed dial. So they're talking about change of venue, and the judge says it'll actually benefit Candy to stay... Oh, sorry. It'll actually benefit your client to stay here because... (laughs) People know her, and she has a modicum of good. People know her to have a modicum of goodness here. Outside of this community, she is just an ex murderer. <laughs> so now we have a reporter outside. This is the best. Who says they put seven people on the stand, and all of them, without exception, have read the newspapers and saw the news and think that Candy is absolutely guilty. But the judge thinks they'll be able to put that behind them. Oh my god! What? What? I know. All right. So it's a go. I mean, the trial's happening where they are. They're not moving the trial. Now, Pastor Jackie's back. Mm -hmm. PJ, Pastor Jackie. She's getting pissed. She's getting pissed. She she does not think, she does not think that Candy is acting appropriate. No. She she does not like that Candy is not talking to Pat. And she doesn't like that she's not talking to her either because she's a backdoor friend. Remember Excuse that me, from a previous? Why are, you ste- why are you stepping on my acting here? I'm sorry. I get to say the backdoor friend. Right. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, that was mine too. I'm sorry. I'm not good <laughs> okay. at this, you guys. Okay. I don't know when to shut up and when to talk. I'm just here. Yeah. You can say anything else you want, but you can't say backdoor friends because that's mine. I'm sorry. Okay. Jesus. So Pastor Jackie reminds her, Candy, we are backdoor friends. So you got to get that. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. We are backdoor friends. And Candy says, I did not do it, Jackie. I did not do it. Okay. Oh, she's lying. So now Candy, Don, and a mysterious woman are headed to Houston, and Don tells her she needs to com- be, be completely open and honest with the psychiatrist. Meanwhile, we see Pat heading over to the law office and freaking out. Uh-huh. Losing he his is, shit. He is throwing a fit because he wants to know what is going on. I know. I feel really bad for him. Like, I, I do really too. do. I this think is he's a really, good husband. I do, too. I think this is really sad. I do, too. It's really sad. Robert is there and he's like, I'm I'm not Don Crowder. I can't make any decisions. I'm not telling you anything. Get out of here. So now we see Dr. Faison and he uses hypnosis on Candy and he regresses her back to the laundry room and she starts screaming and freaking out and she's like really angry and I didn't do or I don't want him. I don't want him. Get away from me. And then Faison asks her, Faison asks her, when she has ever been that angry before. Mm. And she goes back to when she was four, four and she was severely injured and her mother was telling her to shush, shush. As the kid is laying there like bleeding and, and you know, severely injured oh. on a stretcher in the hospital and not to cry. 
And Don rushes in and Faison shows him and says, Don's like, is this real? Like, could she be faking it? And Faison's like, look, I could stab her with a needle. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. And she doesn't even move. I could tell her to feel cold. And boom, she's got goosebumps going up her arms. And he says, you know, you can't fake goosebumps. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know. I think I could. I think I could. I but have I a do, I do think this regression thing is, like, the hypnosis is real, I think. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you believe in hypnosis that it's a real, like that it can actually work? I do. Like, and do I did think? I did a little bit of research on this dude and he's like one of the top in the country to mm-hmm. do this method. I, sorry, I'm opening a cough drop. I do think it can work. Okay. I think that, like I have heard and read that there are some people that can't be hypnotized. And I do think that I'm one of them. I don't think I could be hypnotized. Okay. I really don't. Cause you know, I try Like I meditate and well, I'm not really good at it, but I do. I meditate every day. I try really hard Yeah. as somebody that's like anxious in general. Like it's just mm-hmm. part of my like routine. Um, but I don't, I don't, I just don't think I could be, I don't think I could be hypnotized. I really don't. I would actually love to try it mm-hmm. because Maybe I'm curious field trip and see if we could get it done. Do you want to? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, let's make an appointment to see one. What could we want to be hypnotized? We would by? have to go to like New York City because I'm not getting a, a backdoor one. I'll drive you to New York I City. I don't want a backdoor friend. <laughs> so we have to go to Philly. We have to go to New York. We have to go right. to somebody. Legit. We should do it. But what, like, if you wanted to be hypnotized, like, what do you want to stop doing or what do you want to do? Like, what do you want? Mm. Like, what would you go to a hypnotherapist for? I don't know. Maybe I would try like past life regression. Yeah. That would mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah, that would be fun. Real That'd cool. Because be. I'm telling you, and I told my kids this, I was somehow connected to the Vietnam War in my past life. Okay. I truly believe that. Okay. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> I told my kids that when they were like six. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I would like to try I that. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did have, um, like, I saw, I, I don't know if it was, like, a card reader or, like, one of those, a medium of some mm-hmm. sort, mm-hmm. specially gifted person. Yes. Who has told me that in a past life, I was killed in a car accident in Greece. Okay. That's not horrifying or anything, but. That's horrifying. Yeah, right. So Faison tells Don, she, Candy has snapped. Mm. She's not a sociopath, but she did. I looked up, because I'm a nerd, I was reading the newspaper articles around this. Okay. And he claimed that she disassociated. So she mm-hmm. disassociated in that moment. So that Which I think can happen. Oh, I think so too. I do. Absolutely. I really do. Yeah. Absolutely. That night at Pat and Candy's, uh, Pat again tries to get her to talk and she refuses. Jenny comes in, the daughter. This is, again, the audacity of Candy Montgomery. She's like, can Alyssa come over? And And Candy's like, sure, honey. Oh, my God. You murdered her Her mother. mother. I know. (laughs) Okay. The phone rings. It's Don Crowder. And he tells Pat, don't react. It's HHD. HHD could say don't react and I would do anything he tells me to do following. I would just be like, freeze frame. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to tell you everything. I think you should know. And he starts to tell him and we just see Pat. Like, I know. I felt so fucking bad for him. Mm -hmm. But there is a part of HHD that I thought was really hot doing this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we are we are fans now. Yeah, I'm here John for Carter, it. Who is a literal piece of trash in real life because he's for trying sure. to get a murderer off the hook. I know, but I... but we love Tom Pelfrey as Don Crowder. We are here yeah. for it. We, we are listening. Okay. Yep. So, what are you loving? I'm loving HHD. What are you loving? I mean, same, obviously. Real turnaround it's for us. So bad because I like didn't he, like him. He was kind of just he was like a little character. Yeah, so great. 
tune in next week when we talk about how hot Pastor Ron is. <laughs> oh God! If that, if that happens, if that happens, someone please call my doctor and get me an evaluation ASAP. Call Doctor Faison and get us get us hypnotized so we can forget <laughs> Pastor Ron. <Ronisant. laughs> um, I would say what I'm not liking is, I mean, I don't think there's much that I'm not liking. I know. I mean, the usual miscarriage of justice. Yeah. However you look at it. Like, the, you know, we saw this in the Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Like, so much of these people's lives are, the decisions are made by just old white dudes. Yeah. Like, making these decisions. And so it's like bad. I know. Like, there wasn't, there really wasn't anything in this episode that I didn't like. I actually thoroughly enjoyed every bit of this episode. Me too. And even though I don't like the audacity of Candy Montgomery, like it's enjoyable. Oh, I'm here for it. Like the whole, like who was our, Aaron? Aaron. Our viewer or listener that wrote in. Mm -hmm. How Aaron said, and she's right that, you know, this version is like the Hollywood sort of like Mm -hmm. sensationalized making it pretty, but I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, kind of here for it too. Here for it, I'm mm-hmm. I'm really here for it. I love, I love all of the scenes. I love the colors. I love, okay. I just love it. I love everything. The car scene again was my favorite. I'm gonna send you a um, Instagram account to follow. I follow them, and it's called, I think it's called Colors on Film or Colors Ooh. in Film. Okay, and it shows a scene from a film or a TV show, and then shows the color palette underneath oh, that's it. Really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Because you know I'm All right. obsessed with color. I know. I love color, and too. I just, you know, I'm here for it. All right. Um, If you haven't already, guys, please check uh-huh. out the Little Miss Recap Facebook group, which is growing. Yes. Every day. Every day. It's every growing day. just a little bit. We're getting more and more friends every day. Every day people like Are us. Are we getting backdoor friends? Hmm. Back. Front porch friends. <laughs> Front porch friends. I really think that our group is full of backdoor friends. I think so too. I mean, sure. we are backdoor friends. We if are. I, ever, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. If there's ever a backdoor friend to be had, it's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Um, if you haven't already, check out Amanda and I talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace, which was a we really great were... episode. Thank you. We're also going to be talking about shiny happy people. And then Can't hopefully wait. going into White Lotus. So White Lotus is coming up. Also, some Sex in the City stuff is coming up. So exciting. Steph- All Steph of these are, are going to so finish exciting. this out. We got two more episodes. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I love talking about this show with my best backdoor friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, and find us. Follow us on Instagram at uh, Little Miss Recap. All right. Thanks leave for us listening. a review. Oh, leave us a review. Yes. Yeah. And we like, I want everyone to post something in the group and think of me when you hear that Ava song. Okay. Think of my spackling and the spackling. painting that I'm doing. You know, you know when we open up the cover you. girls, you'll be the spackle queen again. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.